Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Mixmax. With Mixmax, you know exactly who opened your email and when. Schedule meetings in one email with the Google Calendar integration. Templates and sequences mean you can create the perfect email with one click. Other features include built-in automatic reminders and integrations with leading CRM providers. To save time and get more out of Gmail, head on over to MixMax.com. It's also brought to you by Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is the blog writing service for IT businesses. We craft unique content that converts website visitors into customers with SEO-ready, professionally written blog posts delivered on a consistent schedule. Also, we've recently added the ability to post your blog posts that we write on social media and create engaging videos based on the blog posts we write. You can learn about all of that and more at techblogbuilder.com. Today on the show, we look ahead to what marketing trends you should be keeping an eye on in 2019. Our guest is Pia Larson of Fingerprint Marketing, and she'll be revealing the opposing sides of marketing and how you can leverage both sides next year to really give your marketing a boost. Plus, we'll learn which social platforms are going to be the best to be on in the new year and how video will play a vital role in all of it. All that and so much more coming up right now. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also catch our live stream on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the Tech Site Builder Facebook page, click the following tab, and then select See First, so that the live stream will jump to the top of your newsfeed, no matter what you're doing, watching cat videos or hanging out, you know, looking at the photos of the holidays of your relatives. Uh, the video will, will pop up to the top so you can catch it. Um, it's a great time. We, you know, we love the interaction from you guys and you, you, you guys ask great questions that we can answer live on the show. And it's just, you know, makes things a, a lot more fun if you interact with us during the show as we're recording it. Uh, so today, uh, the topic is all about marketing trends for 2019. So we're going to dig into uh, some of the things that you should be keeping your eye on in the upcoming year that uh, might be good things to pay attention to and uh, start learning how to implement in your business. Uh, before we jump into that, though, just have a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, want to mention the Computer Business Marketing Newsletter. That is the place you can go for tips and tricks every week about uh things you can do to market your computer business. So we'll have the latest podcast episode show up there. We'll also uh, curate some articles from around the interwebs that uh, we think might interest you. Uh, we have a, uh, a list of all of the Facebook posts from the group, the Computer Business Marketing Facebook group that we think uh, were pretty cool that you might get some uh, info from. And then every newsletter, we end with a tip of the week. So uh, some kind of you know little nugget that you can take with you throughout the rest of the week and hopefully inspire you to try something new with marketing your IT business. So all of that is available at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can sign up for it there. Now, you'll notice that uh, today we are missing Paco. 
Unfortunately, Paco uh, had a client, uh, some sort of client engagement. You know how those things go. Um, when the client needs you, <laughs> you got to be there. So um, yeah. he's not a- able to make it uh, this evening, uh, but uh, hopefully he will be with us next week because it has been a couple weeks since we've seen you guys. Uh, as you know, I was traveling out of country for the last couple weeks. And so I'm finally back. Uh, that was a great trip. I went to Luxembourg, Ooh. which, um, yeah, uh, a lot of people don't know Luxembourg is a country. Uh, and it's uh, a country that sits right between Germany and France and Belgium. It's a tiny little country. It's about the size of, uh, I'd say, like Connecticut, if Connecticut were a blob shape instead of a, a Connecticut shape. Um, but uh, it's very tiny. But uh, it's uh, I went there for a pastry competition that my better half was competing in. Uh, and so we went there. She actually came away with a bronze medal. So that was really cool. Um, she did really well. And I was just kind of there to to move equipment and, and support her and drive her around from place to place. Um, but it was cool to experience. What I like about traveling for these types of competitions to other countries is you get, you, you get a sense of the country better than if you were to go to touristy places, right? Because we were going to grocery stores. We, we actually went to a farm that sold um, edible flowers at one point. And uh, so it's a great way to kind of get to know the people. And uh, the people of Luxembourg are super, super friendly. They actually, they, they're, they're multilingual by kind of by necessity because they, they're in between so many countries. They speak yeah. French and German, and most of them speak pretty good English as well. So, so that was really interesting. Um, and, uh, it was a nice break. Do you travel a lot? Uh, a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I travel internationally a little bit. My, my girlfriend is from Korea. So, uh, we'll, we, we traveled to South Korea a couple of times and then she, she enters in these, these, uh, pastry competitions cause she's a pastry chef. Um, and those are typically international as well. So, um, we've been to like London and Germany and, and a couple other places. So yeah, I enjoy traveling for sure. How about yourself? Same here. I'm, I'm originally from the Caribbean. Uh, and so my parents had a business that uh, required them to uh, go shopping <laughs> all over the world um, wow. for different products. So they dragged me along, unfortunately. Someone had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. Yeah. And once you get the travel bug, you can't get rid of it. So that is true. Yep. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is addictive. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, um, so that's where I've been for, for the last week and a half. And then, um, uh, and, and now I'm back. So playing catch up this week really is, is, is all it was. Uh, I did, I told you guys about the big kind of black Friday sale that I had with tech site builder and tech blog builder. And, uh, so got a lot of orders from that. So I've been just kind of, you know, coming back and, uh, making sure that, uh, Madison, my VA was able to get through those and get those folks onboarded. And, and so far that was pretty smooth. And now we're just kind of, uh, ironing, iron, ironing out <laughs> a couple of kinks, <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, just, uh, answering client emails and stuff. Um, something that, uh, I wanted to tip you guys off to that really helped during my travels was this, uh, the service called Blinkist and you can find it at Blinkist.com. And the cool thing about Blinkist is it's kind of like, it, it gives you cliff notes about all the different business books that are out there. So pretty much every new business book or marketing book or entrepreneur book that comes out They'll, they'll, their writers will create like a Cliff's Note version of it that's maybe 30 to 50 pages long uh, awesome. that will give you like the, the main takeaways from the book. Uh, and then you can use that to, to, to you know, get, get the gist of the book. And then maybe if you want to dig in more, you can buy the book. Or if not, you can just uh, make notes from, 
from those those cliff notes and so I, I signed up for it before I left on the trip. And then during the trip, I, I got through about five <laughs> uh, entrepreneur marketing books and was able to take a lot of notes. Um, I, I specifically uh, was looking for books about creating membership type of uh, services because um, that's something I'm, I'm working on right now. So it's, uh, what I love about it is you get unlimited you know, uh, access to these, what they call blinks. Um, and, uh, and then you can, you know, take, take notes and stuff and then, and then buy the full book if you want to. Cause what I, what I like to do is if there's a book that I really want to dig into, then I'll buy actually the physical version of it. Um, cause I was reading these blinks on my Kindle, uh, and then I'll buy the physical version of it so I can, you know, uh, highlight it and, stuff, ears yeah. and, and highlights and stuff. And, uh, yeah. um, so, so that's one to check out if, you know, there's a lot of books you want to read like me, but you just don't have the time to sit there and, and read through them all. Um, this is a great way to kind of get get a get a taste of of what might be good that's out there that you. There's want. a I'm trying to find it on YouTube. There's also a channel that does something similar, but oh. they use animation to oh. kind of review the book. Which I'm a visual person, so that it's really cool. Um, so it's like a whiteboard um, animation, cool. and I'm I, if I find it, I'll send it to you, and then you can post it in the show notes. Okay, perfect. Yep. So we'll have a link to Blinkist and possibly that other service in the show notes. Um, otherwise, you know, you could probably use some Google food to, to find it. All right. So, um, you know, uh, the, the person that's been talking here for a little bit is, is not my co-host Paco. It's actually Pia Larson. Uh, I could and be she Paco is, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. You be you. <laughs> uh, we, Paco sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Paco is an interesting fella. <laughs> um, uh, and Pia, you sound like an interesting gal yourself. So, uh, we'll let you be Pia and we'll have Paco come back, uh, next week. Um, but, uh, Pia here is the chief imagination officer at fingerprint marketing. Uh, and, uh, she is joining us today, uh, as a guest to kind of talk about, help us, you know, uh, look into the future in 2019 and, uh, do our best to, to guess what's going to be the latest marketing trends and, and what you, we should be looking at. So uh, welcome to the show today, Pia. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm just polishing up my, uh, my uh, notes here and uh, happy to share stuff. Nothing, yeah. None of it is uh, really top secret. It's just kind of an accumulation of everything that we're, we're seeing flying by the news feed lately. So. Right. So uh, before we jump into that, why don't you just give folks a, a little idea of, of who you are and what you do and, uh, and how you got to where you are right now? Yeah, sure. Uh, first, I'll tell you, I am married to an IT professional mm. <laughs> in so the medical. Know. Yep. And yes. so I work alongside him and um, started the business 12 years ago as a solopreneur and just kind of grew it to a team of 10. And we uh, do pretty much everything. Uh, full service design, branding, web design agency, and marketing. Uh, love what I do. I've got two teenagers that uh, are watching their mom take off and globe, you know, global domination. <laughs> um, nice. The thing that I love the most, and the reason why I call myself a chief imagination officer, is really getting down to helping small businesses dream about how they want to show up. So I'm kind of the what if person. So instead of being just like everyone else, um, you hear the whole, you hear the marketing around, tell your story and be authentic and all that. But sometimes it's not easy to do. So I'm kind of the conduit 
to help inspire you and kind of poke holes and, and, and push you in the right direction. Right. Cause I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up or, or, or can't get past is, you know, there's so many different marketing things you can try and the, all these tips and tricks that you hear. And, and then, you know, you can represent your business in so many different ways and you can out and put the different faces forward with branding and, and message and all of that stuff. And it could be overwhelming. Uh, and it sounds like it's good to have someone like you, you know, in their corner to help them navigate this stuff and, and, and inspire them to really figure out what their, what their core message is and what they need to be doing to, to get the best bang for their buck. Yeah. Cause I mean, honestly, I think a lot of stuff is just traditional marketing. It's just a different, using a different tool, using a different um, platform. Uh, but it's, it, it, nothing's really changed. It's about, it's a people business and mm. it's about selling yourself, selling um, online. Obviously that's changed a little bit, but it's relationships. Um, and a lot of times I'll work with clients that are either so heads down in what they're doing, they can't look up and they can't see the possibilities. Um, and that, or they have imposter syndrome or they don't think there's anything special. Like they've been doing it for so long that they feel like another brick in the wall. And I, I know that is not true. Um, I know that we all have that unique fingerprint. Um, and so I kind of do a little bit of mining, uh, brainstorming to help them bring that out. And you're almost they, like a, a psychologist in that way. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And not all, you know, not, it doesn't resonate with everyone, but, uh, we have sure. fun with it. Um, just a quick story. I was talking to an acoustical engineer firm this morning and we just, we just started talking about their history. They're, they're one of the first ones in the Northwest that started a hundred years ago. Um, acoustical or engineering, acoustical, acoustical engineering firm. So is it, that's like, what, what is that? Like, uh, Places where you hear music, kind of. Uh, they've worked on the Sydney uh, Opera House. Okay, they've worked wow. on the Seattle Needle. I mean, gotcha. you know, big, big projects. Cool. Um, and the the founder, one of the founders, it's actually not a hundred years old. It's probably like fifty years old. But one of the founders is ninety, and he, um, I made the suggestion that we interview him and kind of talk about you know, what was it like back then in the industry and the tech industry for, for acoustic wow. like, and, yeah. and why did you start it and what inspired you and, and, and kind of get back to the real reason behind the firm. Because a lot of times you'll see websites where it's like, we've been in business since 1952. And honestly, people don't care. They don't <laughs> care how long you've been in business. They really don't anymore, at least. Um, yeah. So having, uh, a, an inspiring story by, you know, an entrepreneur that started it back in the day and who still loves the industry. Um, so they got really excited about that idea. And so we're going to do that for him on his website. I think that that would be an exciting kind of prospect is to take, you know, a business that's been around for so long um, that probably, you know, is, might be stuck in some old habits or some old ways um, to to kind of reimagine their their messaging and their marketing. Yeah, like it is. A, it is, and it's interesting because I tend to work with a lot of linear thinkers and very you know engineers mm -hmm. and and tech people, and uh, and I'm just kind of more the creative, more of the dreamer. Uh, so we make a good partnership. Cool, uh, definitely. Yeah, the yin and the yang. Yeah. 
Great. So, um, so sounds like uh, you're going to be able to to provide some great insights for some of the marketing trends to look for in 2019. Before we get into that, though, I just want to give a shout out to our first sponsor, and that is Mixmax. Mixmax is a, they call themselves a customer engagement and workflow automation application for small businesses. I call them a super awesome Gmail extension that gives you lots of cool bells and whistles. Um, to really take your your Gmail experience to the next level. So some of the things they can do, they can uh, give you um, a, a view into who has opened your email and when. So you can see uh, exactly, for example, if you send your email to 10 people, you can see which of those 10 people opened it, how many times they opened it, when they opened it, what links they clicked. Uh, and then that can give you some insights into, okay, are people actually reading these emails? Are they just skipping them? Are they maybe opening them but not clicking anything? So you can really get some insights into just the everyday emails you send through Gmail. Uh, it also integrates with your Google Calendar, so you can schedule meetings with one click, and it, it'll allow you to share your available dates using your uh, what you have in your uh, in your Google Calendar. Um, you can also create email templates and sequences. So if someone uh, clicks a link in one of your emails, you can automatically have it fire off a sequence of additional emails. For example, if someone clicks um, the link to you know, view your contract or clicks a link to view your website, you can send them follow-up emails uh, just to make sure that they're having a good experience or you answer any questions they might have after that initial email. Um, you can uh, create automatic reminders. So if someone uh, you know uh, replies to you, but you're busy or you want to remember to follow up with them, you just click one button. You could schedule a reminder uh, for later on. And then you can say if you want that reminder to trigger only if they don't reply to you. But if they reply to you, then it'll, it'll drop that reminder. So lots of intelligent stuff like that. Uh, the Mixmax also integrates with Salesforce or Pipedrive if you use those for your CRM. So you can synchronize your contacts in those uh, platforms with the uh, your Google Calendar or your Google Contacts. Um, they also have rules and workflow automation that can save you uh, time and increase your productivity by 10, per 10 times. Uh, and that's really the key when you're running a business is to try to automate and, uh, and save time as much as possible. So for example, uh, if someone replies to your emails, you might manually respond and attach a PDF sheet with information about your business. But with Mixmax, you can create a rule that automatically replies to anybody who who uh, who sends you an email. Um, so it will send them a, a follow-up with that PDF, and then it can send additional follow-ups if you don't hear from that person. So it's really intelligent. It's really cool. And that's not even getting into the additional uh, formatting options it gives you in the email itself. So you can add rich text snippets. So for example, if you paste a URL, it automatically converts that into like a Facebook post type experience where it gives you uh, an image and a little snippet and, and a preview of that website. Um, it, you can add tables and, and rows and all these, all sorts of cool little formatting things you can do um, that you typically can't do in Gmail. Uh, Mixmax adds all of that for you. So uh, that's all the cool stuff you could do with Mixmax. I've been using it for a long time. I love it. Paco's been using it for the, a long time, and he loves it as well. We hope you'll try it out and love it just as much as we do. Uh, go ahead and head on over to MixMax.com. You can try it for free. They do have a free version, so you get some of the basic uh, functionality of MixMax, and you can use it for as long as you want for free. Um, they also have a free trial of some of their higher tiers that you can look into, and that's all available at MixMax.com. 
All right, so uh, let's jump into the uh, the kind of looking ahead at 2019. So I'll, I'll kind of let you uh, get get this kicked off. What are some of the things that we can look forward to uh, as far as marketing is concerned in in the as the new year approaches? Yeah. Um, so I've been noticing a dichotomy of of different marketing trends. Uh, they're on the opposite end of each other. So on one end, you have the um, the evolution of chatbots and messenger and how that has grown. And it's, it's more of creating an automation, right? And it's also creating different ways of interacting with your clients and being there when they need you to be there. Because let's get real, when people want answers and they want their problems solved, they want it like yesterday, right? And right. it's becoming even more prevalent uh, that they're they're looking for answers immediately and they're not patient. They're not going to work, wait for you to respond to a contact form. They're not going to wait for you to pick up the phone or call them back. So, you know, with, with things like live chat um, and chat bots, you know, that's kind of that direction. And I totally believe in that because I, when we, when I set my agency up, I made sure that I answered emails, I answered phone calls, and I get a lot of business just doing that. And it's it's pretty funny because people are so busy, they don't think about you know being where their clients are when they need them most. Um, but then on the other pen swing of the pendulum is we are so overwhelmed by data and we are so overwhelmed by messaging that uh, it's hard to hear anyone through the noise. So it's become really powerful to create one-on-one -on -one relationships with people again um, and realizing that people are the ones that are buying, you know, not that we didn't know that before, but it's, it's becoming more important to have real human contact and to create relationships. That's what I do on Facebook. Um, I, I will friend someone, not because I want to purchase or, you know, sell to them, but because I truly am interested in, you know, what is their world? And the world is so small now because we're all so connected. Um, so that what does that look like? It could look like uh, sending an email to a prospect with a custom video with their name on it and saying, hey, I just want to let you know, thanks for taking the time. It's time consuming, but it's also way more powerful than what other people are doing today. And you'd be surprised how few people are doing that. And that's something you can do pretty quickly, right? You just, you know, you have some kind of app on your computer that you can quickly click, you know, a button to record, even on your phone, you know, if you're out or you're not in front of a computer, you can record a quick message on your phone. And I think that 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 does amazingly go a long way because people are used to getting emails with text and, and messages here and there, but they're not used to seeing someone's face, especially the face of someone they're doing business with uh, online. And so, uh, yeah, that's a great idea. And, and I... I could imagine goes a long way in kind of making that connection and building that trust. Yeah. One of my favorite it, tool, free tool is Loom, L-O-O-M. Mm, yeah. It's a Gmail Good extension one. and, uh, or a Chrome extension that you can use in Gmail. Um, and it's free. And um, I love it because it, I, I get notified when people actually open the video. Nice. That's cool. And then uh, handwritten cards. So direct mail, just signing a card saying, thank you. Uh, another is um, custom gifts. So, for example, I uh, I sent out to two of my top clients. I sent out engraved cutting uh, knife set to them before Thanksgiving nice. with engravement with their name and their wife's name. 
Um, wow. And then for Very someone cool. who just bought a house, I had a custom welcome mat made for him, for his family, <laughs> for his new house. So nice. you see where I'm going with this. It's like, it's yeah. not rocket science, but it's all about personal touch. And it's saying, hey, I took five minutes out of my time to really think about what would resonate with you. And these are these are some tried and true methods, but the thing is they're they're going to get more and more valuable as the world becomes more and more automated like you were you were saying before and you know uh not a, not more and more companies are not going to be doing these things and so you can really stand out by continuing to keep these kind of one-on-one connections going. Yeah, and you know, it's not just the solopreneur or small business, it's large companies that, you know, they're listening to social media and the, and the chatter if they're doing it right. They're listening to the conversations and they're picking out the heroes, the fans, and also people that are, are complaining or need help. Um, so when the company is really listening and reacting, then you know that they are going in the right direction. Um, right. The and then the other side, of course, is the messaging and the chat bots. Uh, we have a instead of live chat, we have a chat bot on our website. So when someone wants to message me, it goes directly to my personal Facebook. Now that's my choice, right. right? I mean, other people would say, oh my gosh, when does it end? Like, when do I turn it off? Um, but I'm on Facebook all the time anyway. So I might as well chat the person up, see if I can help them for five minutes. And if they become a friend or client, great. Uh, the other thing that goes with that is uh, connection. So being a networker, like that's how you and I met. Um, we were right. uh, introduced by Nick Jordan in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And he and my friend Vlad, they're super connectors and they're not even looking at it as in what's in it for me. They just know really good professional people and they want to help build that you know, connection. So if you just have this mindset, it's all about mindset, right? It's about how, how many people can I help and connect because you look like a hero and you help solve their problem. Right. And that that's a great way because I know a lot of my listeners um, have expressed this, that they're, try they're trying to uh, break into a B2B, right? They've been doing, you know, maybe uh, residential computer repair and and fixing computers for, for regular folks. Um, but they they kind of want to get into more business to business and and get into the business world, and they have trouble breaking in or or getting a foot in the door with businesses. And I think a great way to to bridge that gap is is just like you say, you know, start connecting people, start getting to know people, and connecting them together. And what that does is is that just helps you become part of the conversation and, and top of mind with these people. And they look at you as someone who's helpful. And then, you know, down the road when they are looking for IT support or something like that, you'll kind of be the person that's top of their mind uh, because you were so helpful and, and they, they see you, you know, connecting them with other people all the time. And, and it, it, it's definitely can go a long way um, in, you know, helping you out, but it, it just also just building your network and getting to know lots of different people. It's, it's invaluable for that. Yeah, a good place for your audience then, if that's the case, is to be on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. uh, I know LinkedIn is kind of, uh, you know, low on the totem pole for most people, but it's super uh, helpful. And I'm not talking about just posting a blog post and calling it a day. I'm, I'm talking about creating a story. Maybe you had a huge project that was just a beast and how did you approach it? How differently did you approach it? Or mm, nice. did you guys know that, you know, WordPress 5.0 is rolling out? Um, you know, just stuff that you know that your 
perfect client needs to know and to give them the idea that you're on top of it and that you're watching out for them, whether they're clients or not. Uh, and engaging one-to-one with people, uh, especially if you use Sales Navigator on LinkedIn, you can actually target people in your area, uh, target other businesses that you want to go after. And But keep in mind that it's a one-on-one relationship. So you want to start it with giving first, um, commenting on other people's uh, posts. A lot of people don't do that. They just go and they read the feed or they post, they go and they, they read the feed. They're like, okay, that's fine. And then they post something and then they leave. But the more effective way is to really start engaging in, you know, identify the businesses you want to do business with and then engaging with them. That's great. That's great advice. And and that's something that we've, we've heard a couple of times on the show um, about, you know, really, really engaging on LinkedIn before you, you know, cause, cause I know we've all had that experience where someone just sends us a message out of the blue on fate on, on LinkedIn saying, Hey, you know, I got the service, check it out <laughs> kind of thing. And we're like, delete. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, but if there's someone who actually, you know, we've seen have taken an interest in us and have commented on our stuff and then, you know, uh, they have a service that we're interested in and then we hear from them in a message, we're much more likely to engage with them and, uh, and, and see what they, they have going on because they were actually a human being <laughs> beforehand. And that's a trend for next year, even more so is engagement. Uh, it has mm. been a trend for a while, but it's even more so now. If you don't, if you're not sparking conversations on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever you decide to market your business, then you're going to be invisible. It's a waste of time. Um, so mm. whether you do paid ads or not, um, if you can spark interest and get people talking around what right. you're talking about, then uh, that's going to be way more effective than just posting and running. <laughs> so something I found that's been really good for that is Facebook groups. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I, I started the computer business marketing group and I know some other IT consultants have started, uh, you know, either local IT kind of support forum groups or even if it's other business owner type groups, entrepreneur groups where you can help each other out and, and refer customers to each other. Um, that's been a really great way to, to build up engagement around, around my business brand. Yeah, that's great. And, and, but it is getting challenging because there's so many groups out there. That is true. It's, it's getting to that, that oversaturation point, isn't it? Yeah. So it just, just really treasure your group and really, you know, do it intelligently or else, you know, by March, it's going to be effective. (laughs) Right. So uh, on that note, actually, I was, I was curious if you had any, um, anything in your mind that might be like things that are kind of going out of style or things that might've been fads that, that didn't really pan out as, as far as technology or marketing is concerned. Yeah. I don't really think there's anything that, you know, is biting the dust this, uh, this year. Um, I think, like I said, marketing is just the basics and then you just change the tools and the platforms, but it's all pretty similar. Um, email marketing is still strong, yeah. but I think with anything that you do, like email marketing, you have to be intelligent about it. You, you can't be spamming people. You have to have something that they're going to want to hear. Um, and the best way to do that is to get personal. So, you know, share stories, um, be helpful. Uh, I have a 90, 10 rule, meaning I 
put out 90% of helpful information and then 10% of my email marketing would be an ask um, or promotion. And a lot of people don't think that way. They think it's all, it's got to be the The other reverse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So, um, so, and it's getting more challenging because uh, you know, filters and so forth. So these people have got to want to hear your message. Right. I think, yeah, I mean, you know, when someone says, you know, email marketing is dead or SEO is dead or this or that is dead, it's really just maybe the, 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 they were doing a trick with it or they were trying to manipulate it or something and that hadn't worked out. But these are just platforms, right? And it's just a place for you to, to, to spread your message and, and that's not going to change. It's just maybe the way you're, you're, you know, conveying the message might need to be tweaked here and there a little bit, but you're right. I don't think any of these things ever actually die off. They just evolve and change or, um, or just one kind of tool in your tool belt of, of, of tools you can use to, uh, to, to market. Yeah. The other thing trend I've been seeing too is, is, uh, global marketing, not global in the sense of international, but, but, um, cross platform. So instead of only putting all your eggs in Facebook, um, you might want to consider expanding a little bit. You don't have to be on every platform because uh, then it becomes watered down. But right. uh, you know that whole attitude of yeah, I don't do Twitter or I do I don't do LinkedIn is really short sighted for businesses because maybe you don't do it, but if your audience is on there, you need to be on there whether you like right. doing it or not, or hire someone to do it. Yeah, and it's it's really powerful when you when you as a consumer see a, a brand or a company uh, in multiple places. So if you're you know hanging out on Twitter, you see them tweeting. You go to LinkedIn, you see they're participating there. You go to Facebook, you see they've got a group over there. And it's just like it's it's a it's a great way to say, hey, this person is engaged. This person knows what they're talking about, and it it keeps them at the top of my mind when I see them in all these different places. And I know it's frustrating for small businesses because these platforms just change overnight, like all the time, right? It's like, I just learned the rules. Now I've got to change it, right? But it's a game. If people just (laughs) have fun with it and they go, you know what? These guys are businesses. Um, I don't know if you remember back, what is it, two years now when the algorithm for Facebook started diving and it became pretty, um, pretty important to start paying to play. And everyone was griping about it. And it's like, well, they're a business. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. We've been coasting on, on this free Facebook for a while now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think if you're going to mar- be marketing your business, you just have to kind of go with the flow and not, you know, not worry about it because tomorrow it'll be different. So how, how do you feel about um, video in marketing? Now, we, we already talked about, you know, maybe sending a personal video to to your customers um, is uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, just creating videos and posting them places. Um, is that a good idea? Is that something you should focus on? Yep, definitely. I love, in fact, uh, when I work with new clients these uh, for the last year, I insist that we do video strategy. So whether oh. they are into it or not, I, my goal is to get them to spark that conversation and get them thinking because right. part of the problem is they don't have any creative ideas, right? And I have a, a list in my back pocket of a 101 video ideas. Nice. Um, it, whether you want to be on camera or not, there's voiceover, there's animation, there's whiteboarding, there's you know products, there's team videos, there's testimonials, there's so many. There's interviews. There's what you're doing right now. Um, you know, repurposing a podcast into a live Facebook page right. uh, or or broadcast. So, and we all know that video converts a lot higher than most 
other marketing things. In fact, I think it's like 35% higher than anything else that you do um, because it engages people. It builds trust because they see a person and it keeps people on your website longer, which in turn will trigger Google to mm, good um, point. Yeah. push you up on the search results. So for those of you folks listening who haven't yet got into uh, video in your marketing, um, you know, 2019 is the time to do it. And uh, like Pia said, you know, it doesn't have to be you talking to the camera. It can be, there's loads of different um, options that you can choose. And that actually dovetails perfectly into our second sponsor, which is Tech Blog Builder. Now that's a service that I put together uh, that is helping uh, IT business owners uh, be consistent with their content marketing. So we'll get you on a consistent schedule of blog posts that are written for you, 100% unique written for you, for your business, in your business's voice, targeted at your target customers, and we'll post those directly to your WordPress or Tech Site Builder website. Um, And then recently, we um, uh, released a couple other options where we will also post your blog posts on social media for you with a nice, uh, cool graphic and uh, uh, custom blurb. uh, And we'll post that so you don't even have to think about sharing the posts or anything. We'll take care of all that for you. And then the the third service that we add on top of that is we'll actually create a video that represents your blog post. So you have the blog post, you have the uh, the uh, social media post, and then we'll create like a 30-second video that goes through some of the main points of your blog post. And at the end of the video, it'll say, hey, to learn more, visit this website, read this blog post. So it's kind of a cool way to capture someone's attention. Um, and if, if video is kind of something that you've been putting off or you're kind of shy to do it, I think this would be a great service to kind of dip your toe into what video can, can produce for you. And I love that stat. I'm going to use that 35% uh, conversion on video. Um, so that's definitely something to think about. And uh, we package that all up for you um, in a low monthly fee. Just head on over to Tech Blog Builder. Check out the packages there. Uh, we've got some uh, sample blog posts that we've written as well, so you can kind of see the style that we write in. Uh, and take one of those kind of annoying, nagging marketing things that you should be doing off of your plate. Let us do it for you, and uh, and uh, we'll take care of it at techblogbuilder.com. All right, um, so any uh, final thoughts from you, Pia, as far as uh, what we should be looking for, looking out for in 2019, or maybe even things to avoid? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, just uh, going off of what you were talking about, creating blogs for people, um, you know, that's that's one thing that uh, people keep fighting. You know, it's like, oh, I don't have time to do a blog, or I don't, I don't think it's you know useful anymore. It's a linkable asset, so it is building your presence online in perpetuity. I mean, it's it's constantly building your authority. Um, I've been doing this for 12 years. I've blogged for 12 years and I don't have to do a lot of marketing because people find me through my blog post. It's all out there. Yeah. Comment or like, or whatever. Um, so it's super important. So, and taking, I love how you take the blog post and you create uh, a video from it. I mean, that's fantastic. You know, you can do that. You can add an infographic, you can add, you know, a podcast, you can do an audio file. I mean, taking one piece of content and repurposing it is if you only do that, I mean, that's amazing for 2019. Awesome. I think that's, that's kind of a great, great way to leave it is, um, you know, again, all the, all the tools and and fancy whiz bang gadgets in the world are not going to, um, work as well as, as, you know, the, like we talked about connection with customers, engagement 
once you connect, then engaging with those customers, really listening to what they need, uh, and uh, and then you know using video as a conduit to uh, communicate, uh, and then repurposing your content. So if you do record a video, take that video transcript, make a blog post out of it, uh, blast it out to your email uh, subscribers, uh, put it on social, you know all of that stuff, or vice versa. Write a blog post, create a video. Um, and, uh, and, you know, really have that one piece of effort of creating that content work for you over and over again is super important. So a lot of great actionable tips, uh, that, uh, I think folks can take into the new year and, and really crush it as they say. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Pia, where can folks find out more about you or connect with you if they want to learn more? Uh, well, they can go to fingerprintmarketing.com to check us out. And I'm on LinkedIn uh, as well. If there's anyone in my uh, network that you want an introduction to, let me know and I'm happy to connect you there. And I'm also on Facebook, uh, Pia Cohn Larson. And uh, yeah, I'd love to meet you. Great. And we'll have links to all of those uh, different places that you can uh, connect with Pia in the show notes. Uh, and as a reminder, the show notes are available at computerbusinessmarketing.com and they're all listed there in chronological order. So jump on over there and, uh, and check out uh, what we have for you. So uh, this has been a lot of fun. You know, you're, you're speaking my language with this stuff and, uh, and it's fun to see uh, someone who has such passion for this, uh, this, this type of, um, uh, this type of marketing and, and good marketing and real marketing and, 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 you know, really making a connection with, with folks. So Thanks for being here, and uh, and hopefully we can have you back again in the near future. Thanks so much for having me. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Uh, again, you can join us in the uh, show notes page at Computer Business Marketing. Keep the conversation going there. Let us know in the show notes, uh, in the comments section, what you thought of this episode. And if you have any further questions for Pia, we'd, we'd be happy to pass those on to her through uh, the show notes page. Also, uh, we mentioned it earlier, but don't forget we have a Facebook group that's dedicated to folks like you who are looking uh, for tips and tricks on how to market their computer business or IT services business. Just head on over to techsitebuilder.com slash group and you can join that group. Uh, and, uh, you know, lots of great tips and tricks being shared over there. People asking questions, people sharing flyers and brochures that they're creating and, and lots of cool stuff going on over there. Last but not least, we'd love to hear from you in uh, iTunes or Stitcher. If you love this podcast and you listen to it through one of those uh, those aggregators, uh, go ahead and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. We actually did get a few new reviews, but I haven't had a chance to pull those up yet. I'll read those on our next episode. Um, but uh, we love to, anytime you leave a review, we'll read it on air because uh, we love to kind of give a shout out to you guys uh, and um, kind of share the love. So if you uh, want to do that, you can head on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review there. Finally, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Mixmax at Mixmax.com and TechBlogBuilder at TechBlogBuilder.com. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out for another episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Mm -hmm.